0: Radio Influence Initiate
1: procedure. Okay, the MJ Radio Network. We are go. Go, 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 go.
2: Now, stand by for the MJ Morning Show.
3: The MJ Morning Show podcast is on. Todd MJ Schnitt here, along with Froggy and Fester. I'm so excited, Froggy. What time is Keenan Thompson going to join us here on the podcast,
0: guys? You'll never believe it,
3: but I totally forgot that I was supposed to get him on the show. Oh, you got to be! You did not make an attempt. I told you to send a drone over with a message. Do something. Go out on the dock while you're fishing, make some noise, wave your hands, and just say, hey, Kenan, listen to the MJ Morning Show podcast. Just go to MJMorningShow.com, and we talked about you and Froggy's obsessed with your wife's butt. You did not make contact. Froggy, I gave you one freaking job to do, and Kenan Thompson from Saturday Night Live, what's up with that? One job to do. what Wow. One job to do, Froggy, and it's been a whole week and you did not make any attempt to get a hold of Kenan Thompson, and he's holed up in in uh, town and country right behind your house, right across the canal. And it, it didn't occur to me to even think about Kenan Thompson at the moment. You are 50 feet or 80 feet away from his backyard when you're on your dock behind your house. He's right across your canal. Come, All right, for next week, get Kenan Thompson on the podcast. Also, reach out to him on social media. Just say, listen, I'm not some creepy, bearded, wacko stalker. I'm the fishing guy. uh, (laughs) Okay, maybe not. Just uh, tell him you're the neighbor, the fishing dude right behind, and you were part of the very entertaining, very successful, the highly rated MJ Morning Show for 18 years, and we'd like to have him on the podcast. You're a neighbor, for crying out loud. You're not a freaking stalker.
0: And I have had interaction with him. MJ, I don't think you knew this, but during the time that the morning show ended, and to this day, I actually started a business called Snacks Ahoy, which was a snack boat. (laughs) Yeah, you told me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And I sold Kenan, and I think it was his dad, ice cream. So I actually have had interaction selling him ice cream. Now is he a good humor guy? Did he
1: get like the, uh, the 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 strawberry shortcake on a stick one, or did he, he get like a push pop,
0: a rocket pop? Eminem ice cream uh, cookies, the the sandwich cookies. Yes. he bought about four of them. Good, call. good right,
3: call. Now Froggy has the new microphone. Froggy did order the blue internet microphone, the same one that Fester's using. Froggy, you got to get an IT guy over there to help you set oh. this thing up. Not because I'm listen. You have the same exact microphone. You ordered it on Amazon. You have the same damn mic that Fester has, but Fester's mic sounds better. Well, first of all, Fester's a better broadcaster than me. He was born
0: with it. That's this that's is well true. Known. This is true. Yes. Second of all. I, I don't understand what you want me to do. I can't deal. I can't deal with this anymore. It's <laughs> just 30 minutes before we started. I mean, dealing with this mic, I'm gonna throw this mic through the window. All right, hold on. Try you know, just try keeping your
1: head like 10 inches away from the microphone, and don't
3: be herky jerky in yeah, the whole time you're talking. It's like you're having seizures over there, man. I'm looking at you on Skype, and folks, uh, the quality of the broadcast is not as good as we wished it would be because we're going through Skype with everybody now at their homes with all this COVID-19 social distancing crap. Yeah, so Froggy, you're bobbing your head around like you're having like a, a mental problem or something. Like you're having a, some kind of a medical episode.
0: That's called not having a drink yet, and that'll be fine. It'll pass. And I I don't know what you guys want me to do. Is this good right here? All right. Yeah. Just, or is this yeah, good right here. No, I mean, what no, do, do you just want from me?
3: stay you're you're jerking your head around, dude. Stop jerking your head around. Oh, all my right, just God. Stay. I, I, just, I want the French fry. I'm taking the French fry microphone back. Right, no, I hate no, this right, Just stay, stay where you are. Right, I got to play some audio here. I cannot believe that this is real. Did you see this TikTok video that's moving around the internets? This convenience store guy at a gas station convenience store, rolls video on his phone. A woman comes in with a COVID-19 coronavirus surgical mask on and she's got a, a total hole cut out where the mouth and the nose is because it <laughs> helps her breathe easier. Did you see this? <laughs> I yeah,
0: doesn't not. He asked her, doesn't he go, I like your
3: mask? Yes. Is that? You're talking yeah, yeah, yeah. About? I, I, hang on. I, I got to play this. Come on. This can't be real. This lady, I mean, it's a real convenience store. You can tell this is a real gas station, convenience store. She comes in and says, yeah, I want so-and-so on pump number one. And so it's real. At least the location is real. But I wonder if the lady is in on this. Uh, Is this uh, like a a TikTok gag video that's fake in order to get like uh, 12 jillion uh, hits or views? Here's Listen to this. Here's the audio of the clerk.
1: So this girl's coming in with her mask on. Y'all need to see this.
3: Hey, Joe, look at this ghetto-ass mask. Hello. Hello.
1: How are you doing? Pretty good.
4: I need 10 on pump one, please. Uh, where'd you get that mask from? Well, since we have to wear them and it makes it harder to breathe, it, this makes it a lot easier to breathe.
1: Cutting it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that, too. Okay, Thanks for the advice. Appreciate you.
3: It <laughs> seems like it's real. I'm, Over the years, my BS detector has become virtually second to none. It is so stupid, and this lady is so nonchalant. Yeah, I'll take 10 on pump one. Then the clerk is like, yeah, your mask. And and then he says, yeah... I'll have to do that, too, after she says, yeah, it's tough to breathe, so I cut a hole. So she's totally defeated the purpose of the mask because her mouth and her nose are completely protruding through the hole she cut in the middle of her surgical mask.
1: Now, I have to hand it to her. She only cut the smallest hole to just to barely get
3: her mouth through Dude, just so she has enough to breathe. It doesn't matter if <laughs> you have a barrier on for a reason. Listen, the surgical masks are not anywhere near as good as an N95. It was Kentucky. I've got the story right here. It's a COVID-idiot. You know, a COVID-idiot is a COVID-idiot. That's right. COVID-19 is a COVID-idiot. It happened in Kentucky. It was posted on TikTok. I mean, it already has like millions of views already. And I just, I don't know. I mean, I can't believe that this lady is that stupid to cut a total, complete circular hole in her mask, exposing her mouth and nose.
1: She's obviously not that afraid of the Rona. And she's just doing it to humor people.
0: Wearing the mask probably keeps the coronavirus in your face more, therefore is worse for you. And don't just go without the mask. <laughs> no, like dude,
3: me. What are you saying? If you have ha- an article, did you not read that article? If you have it, you have it. It's not like it's going to be worse if you contain it in your mask, if it's in your body, if you have it then wearing a mask prevents or can limit or hopefully curtail virus spittle from coming out of your face and hitting other people in their face or on surfaces, dude.
0: I read an article, dude, that said if you wear a mask that and you don't have corona, say you're in a supermarket, the corona gets under the mask and it could escape it could easily escape if you didn't have a mouse uh, a mask on i don't know but <laughs> the mask keeps it in
3: I don't know what the hell you're saying. I don't understand why people can't learn this one particular thing. This happens all the time. This is a rookie mistake. There have been so many stories. Careers ruined. Jobs lost. How the hell do you make this mistake? That's a teaser coming up in just a second here on this episode of the MJ Morning Show podcast. So, Fester, this this, this guy, Tony, hello to Tony Winecki or Winicky. Uh, Looks like he uh, works for ABC, you know, the, uh, I think, ABC beverage, you know, the, like, ABC liquor stores. The liquor store, yeah. yeah. All right, so Tony writes me and says, MJ, absolutely love the fact that you, Fester and Froggy, are back and calling some of the old cast of characters. It brings back such awesome memories. I used to have my radio alarm clock set to come on so you would wake up me up every morning at the start of your show and i would also listen as i drive to work every single day keep up the great work also fester needs to step up his game from the fast food cups as this guy below has it figured out he sent me a picture of a guy it looks like i think he's a kfc he is using an entire bucket you know the kfc bucket of chicken He's got oh. he's got that sized bucket at the Pepsi machine.
0: No, that can't be legal. <laughs> wow. That's
3: brilliant! Hey, can, can you guys see? Can you guys see this? Holy crap! Can you see that? <laughs> Look at this! I'm showing to the guys on the Skype camera.
1: <laughs> I mean, you have to ask for a second bucket because you know the first bucket has all your chicken. It would be greasy.
0: Well, you bring me. it back. You take it home. You eat your chicken. You clean it in <laughs> your next visit. You use you know, it as your drink. They're Made of cardboard, though. I mean, yeah, they have a
1: a yeah. finite life. You have to ask them. Can I get a second bucket with that and just. Fill up your KFC bucket.
3: That's great. Email from Jennifer Whitaker does not say where she's from. She says, hey, guys, I love your show. Welcome back. I missed you so much. Keep up the great work. I listen every single week. Well, listen, everyone listening, if you love this, then spread the word so we can grow the downloads, grow the listeners, tell everyone you know that the MJ Morning Show is back via podcast every single Tuesday morning, a brand-new episode. You can listen to anytime. All of the episodes are on demand. You can listen anytime. All the ways, all the platforms, all the individual episodes are at MJMorningShow.com. So all the details, everything you need to know, MJMorningShow.com. Froggy, this is directed toward you. Hey, MJ, I caught last week's episode, heard the manatee sex story, and... Apparently, this guy does internet animations, so he animated manatees having sex, and he wants us to send people to YouTube to see his animations of manatees boning. Mm, that sounds interesting, actually. <laughs> I am very interested. Uh, of course, what, well. What, for tips? Faster, you gonna you you wanna apply like manatee sex principles because you're roughly the same size? Is that it? Uh, it's just for clinical reasons, but I would just want to watch <laughs> manatees
1: do it. You know, one time I went to Homosassa Springs yeah. to watch manatees, yeah. and you have to stay away from them. You, you know, you can't touch them or anything. Yeah. And I'm snorkeling, so I have I'm floating and I'm snorkeling looking at manatees, and then like this. 4 year old girl comes swimming next to me and starts petting my back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And I'm like, oh, I'm but... like, whoa. Hey, hey oh, kid. Her, her parents like, "Oh my god. I'm so sorry." <laughs> she just she, I was like I know what she thought. And it's Fester, cool.
3: Your back is like filled with seaweed or kelp. Your your back is like yeah. a like a kelp garden because you got a hairy ass back. You got Sasquatch back.
1: It's just like petting the back of a manatee. This this little person, this four-year-old, thought I was one of them, just floating around.
3: Do you have any propeller marks on your back?
0: Got some prop scars.
3: A couple. All right. right, And Fester, this last email before we move on here, uh, you're going to be best to answer this. This is from John Pastorius. And John asks, oh, this is a longtime listener in St. Louis, Missouri. That, li- that means that he listened on Z1077, KSLZ, St. Louis. And Jeff asks, whatever happened to the Jesus door? I remember you guys touring around the country with it. Whatever happened to the Jesus door? Explain it. The Jesus door. There was a
1: guy, we called him, we called him Jesus Door Joe. Because Clever. he worked. he worked for a place called
3: Bay City Bay, Bay City, City Hardware. Bay City Plywood.
1: Yeah. Bay, Bay City, City plywood. plywood.
3: Those are the guys with the cabinets where they went, ah,
4: <laughs> <laughs> those guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. So he noticed that the men's room, this door had this grain mark that looked like Jesus. And he talked to the guys and they let him take it off and they replaced the door with another one. And he was trying to make money.
3: Or, or you or use it or exploit it in some way, and he comes to us. Right, because he thinks that Jesus appeared on the door of the men's room at Bay City Plywood. Or where, I mean, sort of like, remember years ago, back in the 90s? Remember that building on US-19 with the Virgin yeah. Mary stain on the, the window? Remember that whole deal? I don't think that he
1: believed it like a devout follower of the Lord. He I believed that bel- he can
3: make some money, is what he believed.
1: Right. So he <laughs> brings it to us. Right. He brings it to us. And... Oh, I don't know if we gave him like a thousand bucks or something, or we might've given him a very small amount, a rental fee or something, but he let us have it for like three months. So he had it in the office and I took it on tour. I took it to all the MJ morning show affiliates and we'd have it in the parking lot. People were taking pictures to the, the Jesus door, didn't you actually drive it to St. Louis? Um, remember we had a friend at uh, a Nissan dealership. Uh, anyway, he, I, he let me borrow a Nissan Armada, Armada, with that's big right. SUV. Yeah, and it, I had the door back there, and uh, I, 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 would set it up. What we did, I was in St. Louis for two days. One day on the Illinois side, the other day on the St. on the uh, Missouri side, and people came out and worshipped the Jesus door, right. or or
3: laughed at it. All right, here's the deal. If Jesus Door Joe from Bay City plywood is listening, get a hold of us and we'd like to know where is the Jesus Door today. Also the Jesus pipe back in the day. Remember that whole deal? Where's well, the where's the Jesus the, pipe?
1: Back to well funny the the conclusion on both of those things, the Jesus Door and the Jesus pipe were the same. Because both of the guys became pricks toward the end. (laughs)
3: Give me back my freaking Jesus door. Well, because I don't think you would give it back to them. And the Jesus pipe, this was a long time ago. This was back in the mid to late 90s, and it was a guy that had a drainage or a, uh, an exhaust pipe on the roof of the house, and the rust stains look just like Jesus, and that became the Jesus pipe. We also took that on tour. Remember it got stolen? Uh, a guy ripped it off out in Brandon at, a, at an event?
1: One of my first uh, uh, serious exposures as an MJ Morning Show employee to any kind of real fame was when we went to the Jenny Jones Show. Oh, yeah. And we took the Jesus pipe to the Jenny Jones show. I carried it on a plane to Chicago.
3: <laughs> Do you know if you search YouTube, if you search MJ and BJ Morning Show and Jenny Jones? Our appearance, like from 1996 or 97, it's still up on YouTube. So, folks, if you want to get a hold of us via email, just send email to mj at mjmorningshow.com. And I get every single piece of email. We're loaded. We appreciate it. mj at mjmorningshow.com. And, of course, the website is mjmorningshow.com. If you want to leave us a voicemail, questions, comments, thoughts, got a bit for us, You can leave us a voicemail at the MJ Morning Show hotline, 813-467-6290, 813-467-6290. You can leave a voicemail message, or you can just send a text message. Simple as that. When the hell are people going to learn? How many stories have there been? They've got a whole bunch of tabs open on their computer, and on the browser, there's some kind of a porno tab? Yeah. Oh, I've heard of this happening dozens of times, oh, yeah. and
1: now with Zoom calls, yes, with Zoom calls, my, my my daughter's teacher can put her monitor up, and if I'm looking over the shoulder, yep. the first thing I do is I look what her other other boxes. Are. Yep. Unfortunately, it's yep. always things like Class Dojo Webber.
3: or or the the learning apps. Well, not in this class at the University of Miami. If you've got a University of Miami professor that is doing a Zoom. Distance learning session with his entire class. What is one of the worst possible porno site tabs that he could have open? Uh, Hot college girls. Oh, you are damn close there, Fester. How about busty college girls? Mm. (laughs) Mmm. It's
1: fantastic.
3: (laughs) The best kind. Oh, my God. So uh, this went viral uh, on TikTok as well. It's all over the place. This happened last week. University of Miami professor John Peng Zhang fired, accidentally shared with his students his X-rated love for busty college girls. So it turns out, according to the New York Post, the lewd gaffe was discovered by administrators after students shared videos and images on social media of this Zoom screen share during class With this business analytics instructor, and his browser clearly had a bookmark or a tab for busty college girls. A student in the class then calls attention to the bookmark. (laughs) Right? Calls calls attention to the bookmark. Uh, Zhang continues the lesson like nothing happened. Nothing to see here. What are you talking about? This thing goes viral. The video evidence goes viral on TikTok on on on, on TikTok and it has like millions <laughs> of views. The clip was then eventually deleted, but it was already copied and was distributed Elsewhere, by the next day, the screenshots of the TikTok session they were on Instagram all over the place on a lot of the you know the, the college uh, media websites. You know, there's a whole bunch of collegey news sites. Listen to this: I had friends sharing it with me from other schools who saw it. Said freshman student Ethan Hartz, who was present when the bookmark was seen for Busty College. Girls, I don't know how it happened. This Zhang reportedly, the professor, the instructor, whatever, he says, I don't know how it happened. He told the students in the next session, I didn't see it. I'm pretty sure everyone else did. My apologies to the class. So he followed, listen to this, he follows up in an email telling the students that he was investigating the ordeal. Yeah, so That's you're, right. you're investigating the fact that you were investigating busty college chicks. I was investigating it with no pants but, on, by but the way. Wait a minute, listen to this. He asks the students in the email to please not share any details or links to the story. That's like the worst thing you could possibly do. Then... Zhang went on to teach, apparently, a couple of more sessions, but then he stopped showing up for class. So students had no instructor for about 20 minutes. Then they get an email from the business analytics department that the class was canceled. Doesn't seem like this instructor is any longer with the university.
0: Let's be honest. As you both know, he's lucky. There's a lot worse website names out there that could have been on that tab. No (laughs) kidding.
1: It could have been a lot worse.
0: I mean, one of my favorites is if it was up there, it would have been the end of the college would have shut down.
3: Game over. <laughs> Frog yeah. I, I don't don't even attempt to reveal that. Hugejs.com. What? I can't have you say that on this podcast. What the hell's the matter with you, dude? But what if that was up there? Uh, yeah, Especially, uh, you don't know that site. Oh, my God. Anyway, listen, we're recording this on Monday night, May the 4th, which means that tomorrow, Fester, is what? It means it's Cinco de Mayo. It is. Now, first of all, the obvious. How screwed up? This year, no bars, no restaurants. You know, Cinco de Mayo, Cinco de Drinko, whatever you want to call it, is you know, really just a, a bar holiday. Tons of bars in the U.S. They make a ton, but not this year with this whole COVID-19 corona crap.
1: Well, remember the official beer of Cinco de Mayo? Yeah, corona. Ugh, awful. So, And I was excited. when When I looked at the map of 2020, I was excited because Cinco de Mayo fell on Taco Tuesday and all these cute little coincidental things happened with the calendar. I'm inside for all this crap.
0: Would you really be going out for Cinco de Mayo anyway fest? Come well, on. Here's what I
1: do. Here's what I do. I go to Mexican places on St. Patrick's Day and I go to
3: Irish places on Cinco de Mayo. What special occasion happened on Cinco de Mayo that really solidified a long-term relationship? on the mj morning show fester dig deep into your memory what was cinco de mayo related that became an mj morning show staple cinco de mayo well I
1: mean, nothing to do with we really weren't drinkers nothing like that come on that. come on i can never remember. Uh, is that when we did midget in a tree you're close Oh, made you with the sombrero hat maybe, yeah, and then yes. the, the, the chips. Yeah, and oh, the
0: nachos.
3: <laughs> right. So th- that was uh. that was one of the first stunts we ever did with Dave the Dwarf. Now, we met Dave the Dwarf because, remember, we had chipped the midget, and he suddenly went south on us and didn't want to be part of the program anymore. So we wanted a new show, Dwarf, and Dave the Dwarf's sister was listening and put us in touch with Dave the Dwarf. We had him on the phone. But the first real bit that we did, we sent him out on Cinco de Mayo because, if you remember, there was a news story that... There were complaints from some organization, I think, for for little people. There was this huge complaint about a Mexican restaurant. I thought it was in Texas where they had a dwarf that walked around with a giant sombrero. And he had all the chips were on the brim of the hat. And in the middle of the hat was a bowl of salsa. And he would would walk around to people's tables. (laughs) with the, the midget sombrero chip and dip hat. And people would just be sitting at their tables and they'd just take chips off the, the midget's hat and then and then dip and, and eat. So we, that's oh. the first thing we actually had Dave the Dwarf do was an imitation of that. I, I had to get the biggest sombrero I could find yeah. and then bags and bags
1: of chips. And we did it only because of its convenient location. We did it in the Mons Venus parking lot Because it's on a major (laughs) highway and nobody's there at 7.30 in the morning. And people would pull in, reach out of their car window, take a chip,
3: dip it, and then leave.
0: Wow, that wouldn't (laughs) fly these days.
3: That's how we did it, right? Yeah. We're in a chip, man. Oh, my God. And then another fantastic character on the MJ Morning Show who we had on recently. Fester, there was a news item that just hit over the weekend. And this guy would be perfect for this. Fester, Froggy, did you see the story about this new murder hornet? What a scary freaking name. <laughs> the, mur- the murder hornet. Like, Doesn't it decapitate? It does. So, wait a minute. I was thinking about this. And this new... Hornet, or it's an old Hornet, it's just new to the United States. They call it the Murder Hornet. It's shown up apparently in Washington State, and the Murder Hornet is like two inches long. It has this sting that'll knock you on your ass, but what it does, it's got these like claw-like pinchers. It rips the head off of its prey, and it seems to be preying on regular honeybees. So it's ripping the heads off of honeybees. I read that some beekeeper lost like a whole bunch of hives because these murder hornets are ripping the heads off. And I was like, wait a sec. This thing is a predator. It rips the heads off of its prey. Why don't we just call it the O.J. Simpson hornet? (laughs) Well, (laughs) this is really awful. But Ron Goldman and Nicole Brown Simpson, their, their heads were like, almost severed off their necks. What did I read? This murder hornet can uh, attack bees, yeah. but there aren't, like, bees
1: absolutely necessary for sustaining life here on Earth Uh humans? Well,
3: they're very well, important because bees pollinate uh, fruits and vegetables and flowers, etc. All right, here's the deal. Let's get Legally Blind Mike on the phone, and as soon as this whole coronavirus crap is over, Fester, you procure some of these murder hornets, and you're good at getting anything like a plumber's van to burn to the ground with a turkey fryer. All right, so you get your hands on some of these murder hornets, and we'll see if we can get Legally Blind Mike stung. What do you think? That might be the
1: biggest blessing to ever happen to Mike in his life. Get him on the phone.
3: Let's go. (laughs) Guarantee he'll say yes. Hello. Legally Blind Mike. What's going on? How you doing? Hey, Quickie, big question for you. Have you heard about the murder hornets? Uh, in Washington State, yeah, they're—I uh, guess—they're invading the bee colony. All right, here's the deal: as soon as the coronavirus episode is over, we want to do a live hit with you. Fester is going to get some murder hornets. Would you agree to be stung by it live on the show? Um, I think I'd rather have you uh, spray me with the virus than do the murder oh, hornet. Come Either on, way, I'm, oh. I'm
4: probably
3: oh, come gonna on, take me you, out. Dude. Yeah, if you can get a murder hornet, I guess—I guess we could do that. Okay, <laughs> there we go. See, so that's the legally blind Mike I know. All right, Mike, have a nice day. Goodbye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Fester, didn't you bring up a couple of weeks back, didn't you bring up something regarding Dollar General or Family Dollar or Dollar Tree? What What was the story? The Dollar
1: Tree. Yeah, what me, was Okay, it? let me start on this, my whole thing. Family Dollar and Dollar General are scams because they are not true dollar stores. So what is, the, have think-
3: what is the real dollar store where everything's a dollar? Dollar Tree. Okay, that's everything's a dollar. Everything. Okay. I'm talking what about the my, other ones They the end on a dollar. No, the, the other ones are like, it's no, it's just like general stores. The reason why I'm bringing this back up and what was the reason why you brought it up Fester, in the first place?
1: I went to the dollar tree so I could buy my atomic red hot. Oh, that's right. Preparing for my quarantine. And I saw a guy giving the, the giving the, uh, the clerk, the rest, the, 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 the checkout person, Nothing but grief about social distancing, and she told she kicked him out, and he comes back, and it was a big fight, and he ended up calling
3: the police. It was a whole big deal. Now I don't know what the hell the deal is, but when I saw these two stories, I'm like, well, Fester had that Dollar Tree or whatever the the hell it was running, and I don't know what is going on. What the, are dollar stores? Are they magnets for trouble, or is this just during coronavirus? I don't know what the deal is. First of all, a security guard was fatally shot. He was murdered, apparently, over an argument in a family dollar store in Flint, Michigan, because he asked customers in the store to please put on a mask. That's the policy. No mask, no store shopping, and they got into a fight. They shot the security guard, and they killed him. All right. Flint, Michigan is a really tough town. It
1: is. That's a really, really rough place.
3: That poor guy. Yeah, the victim, Calvin Munnerlin, was shot in the head while working security at the family Dollar in Flint. And there was a press conference earlier today, and they announced the arrest of three individuals. So they've got... The perps on this, the family is just distraught, saying the guy was a teddy bear. He would have given the you know the shirt off his back, uh, the friends said. This is awful. Wife of 10 years says, I'm just suffocating. I feel like a knife is in my chest, says Latrina Sims. That's horrific. I have no idea what the hell is going on with these dollar stores in Michigan, because the second one is out of Holly, Michigan. This is a dollar tree. That's my jam. A man was asked again to wear a mask in the Dollar Tree in northern Oakland County, Michigan. The female clerk politely asks the customer, please, sir, I need you to wear a mask inside the store. You know what the guy did? He got in her face and then wiped his nose on her shirt. Wow! <laughs> God, you've
1: got to get pretty close to wipe your nose on somebody. Like,
3: oh yes, he jammed his nose on her clothes and wiped his face on the clerk. All right, listen. in our times of this crazy pandemic, isn't that a that's an assault, right? I think it is. Yes. I, well, listen, anytime you touch somebody, that can be considered a battery. So I would think that this would be a battery, a type of assault. Police say the man approached the clerk and said, here, I'll use this as a mask. And then he wiped his face and nose on her shirt. And then the guy left in a large white van. So the Holly Police Department, if you know who this is, the man's identity or his whereabouts, please call them at 248-634-8221.
1: Yeah, there's an APB out in Holly, Michigan for a guy in a white van. He's cool. the snot bandit.
3: Dun, dun, dun. You know what else is going on during this whole coronavirus thing? With the roads and the interstates with a lot less traffic, people think that they can turn it into like the Daytona 500 Speedway. People are driving crazy speeds. You're seeing stories about people being pulled over for 155 miles an hour. Here's a guy, listen to this. I don't know what the hell it is with Michigan. This week, Michigan is the new Florida. Michigan guy was pulled over 180 miles an hour in a 2016 Dodge Challenger. Now that wow. can't, that can't be a stock Challenger. That's got to be one of the souped up, uh, you know, the big the Hellcat, he, the Hellcat, or the with the big Hemi's or whatever's in that damn thing. Got
0: a flux yeah, yeah. capacitor in that thing.
3: <laughs> what you say, you, you Oh, you said? Oh, you said flux capacitor. I thought you said something else, Froggy. It's going 1.21 jukes <laughs> so 180 miles an hour on i-75 in Michigan and of course I-75 goes you know all the way you know alligator Alley up to Naples all the way up past us in Tampa all the way I mean, it goes all the way up to Michigan it goes over
1: the Mackinac Island Bridge yeah. and uh, through through St Marie into Canada.
0: So this, you think it's the auto,
3: Is it the Autobahn, the one that you could just go like 150? No, the Autobahn in Germany, there's like no speed limit in many, yeah, there you go. many places. You can, I don't know if they still do that, but they used to. There's like no speed limit at all. But this is happening all over the country where people are taking advantage of these empty interstate highways and they're driving like freaking maniacs.
1: Yeah, I had my Lincoln Town Car up to 75 <laughs> this week and I was like, whoa, whoa
3: let me let me back it down a little bit. You'll lose a hubcap doing that, dude. In New York, a guy licks a woman's butt at a subway station after he removed his surgical mask. Oh, what?
0: that is awesome. So,
3: right, I thought you were describing a video you saw
1: online until you got to the subway station. Yeah, right?
3: <laughs> no, no, no. All right, so now cops in New York are on the lookout, and they have an image of the guy from the camera at the turnstile. This happened in Washington Heights in New York City. The 54 year old victim told the cops that as she was leaving the subway station, 163rd and uh, Amsterdam, as she was walking up the stairs, the suspect started getting closer and closer and closer. He pulled down his mask. He had a surgical mask on. And then, I'm sorry, I'm looking at it. It looks like one of those work masks. Not an N95, but the similar white mask. Almost like just the regular dust mask. Drywall. Yeah, drywall. Just a regular dust mask. He pulled down his mask and then licks her butt over her clothing. Catch a different kind of virus that way, man. What the. Anyway, the suspect was wearing a black hooded sweatshirt, baseball cap, and uh, now NYPD looking for this guy. What is going on? We've gone COVID crazy, folks. This is a gigantic pile of COVID idiots. And this is sick. This is really, really low. Women dressed as healthcare workers in scrubs are going house to house and stealing packages at people's front door. Oh. Oh, in Scrubs? In That's scrub. Not right. And then these two ladies, they even have lanyards around their necks like they have ID badges from a hospital. That's like stolen need, valor. I, I need one of those. I need like I need some
1: kind of uh, like official looking hospital employee thing because McDonald's is giving out thank you meals, but you have to show ID. Ooh. So I can't just walk in there with oh Scrubs and get God. a free meal.
3: I, I will personally bean you over the head don't even think about doing that they don't make scrubs this you're gonna have to get like a house tarp yeah you're, gonna have, to get, you're gonna have to get a blue tarp uh, like for a roof at home depot you remember the movie <laughs> the fat boys the orderlies they, they, they make <laughs> scrubs for fat people two women dressed up as health care workers stole packages left outside homes in washington state The Porch Pirates spotted on surveillance footage approaching houses wearing blue scrubs with lanyards, ID badges. One of the women wore gloves as she grabbed the package. You know, these are UPS, FedEx, your Amazon packages. And these are more important than ever now on what's being left at people's doors. Doorbell cameras released by the Kennewick, Washington State Police Department. Police say they don't believe the women are real nurses. But, you know... How do you know that? Most healthcare providers are angels. They're fantastic. From the doctors to the registered nurses to the uh, LPNs to nurse practitioners, uh, all of the maintenance folks that work at these hospitals, the first responders. These folks are fantastic. But I'm sure there are a few bad apples in all of the people that I just represented there. So how do they know that they're not real healthcare providers that are... Just rotten apples. Well,
1: there's so many people in a hospital that wear scrubs. They're probably not RNs or LPNs or working with patients. But there's three-quarters of the staff there wear scrubs. Could be
0: anybody who works at a hospital. Pretty smart, actually. You're almost disguising yourself because then uh, suspects are everybody that works in a hospital or any kind of a doctor. They were in scrubs. There's no other profession. You wear scrubs, is there?
3: Oh, a vet tech.
0: Ooh, I bet you there are a couple of vet techs. I
3: mean,
1: nurse nursing homes, uh, maybe a cafeteria worker. I don't know. <laughs> maybe a dishwasher.
0: <laughs> it always goes back to food with you, dude. Always.
3: Michelle's going to join us now. She is so excited. Speaking of medical or medical products or nurses or doctors and hospitals. Michelle finally got a hold of her two cases of medical-grade Sani wipes and hand wipes after... Listen to this. They were on CDC control. The Centers for Disease Control had barred the companies where Michelle buys this product from shipping to regular people. The CDC had taken control, and uh, Michelle joins us. Michelle, so you're excited? This past uh, week, we got our shipment, got our delivery of what exactly?
4: We got a case of Sani Prime wipes, which are the medical grade wipes that um, kill the coronavirus. And we got a whole case of um, PDI hand wipes.
3: And these particular wipes, they come in a canister. It's got a purple label. And folks... Whenever we see images on TV, for instance, of hospitals, emergency rooms, this exact canister from PDI is in the hospital. So this is like the real deal. You're not even supposed to, like, use the cloth to clean the surfaces with your bare hands. But I do. Nothing's happened. And then <laughs> and, what, what, fester? What, what, <laughs> no, this is used for cleaning surfaces. Yeah, yeah, huh? It's not like it's not like a body wipe. No, 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 anything, no, right? no. No, but they do make one for your hands. And Michelle, what, what is that called?
4: uh pdi hand wiped i don't i don't know that would make sense yeah
3: we now have 12 huge canisters of the industrial strength hospital germ killer and we have a whole case of the the hand wipes as well so we're pretty decked out can't be too careful What did they tell you, that the CDC
4: had barred them from selling the product to anywhere else but like a doctor's office or a hospital? That the CDC had taken control of the product. The production. Right, the production, and that they were to only be issued to medical facilities. And that was back the first week of March.
3: And then they must be caught up because then they said, hey, your order shipping, and uh, now we're like a, a medical facility over here. I can... I can wipe everything down.
0: Guys, can I ask a quick uh, question? Yeah. Uh, so two times I accidentally used a Clorox wipe to wipe my butt.
4: <laughs> like,
0: do you think that's ba- I'm being serious. Do you think that's kind of bad? So <laughs> I'm worried about w- it. Wait, wait a minute.
3: You confuse the regular bathroom wet wipes or diaper wipes, you confuse that with the Clorox bleach wipe?
0: Clorox double strength like bleach wipes what? and they they were sitting in our bathroom and I went to grab it you know I turned around I didn't look at it I'm looking at my phone and I I mean I'm talking about like six or seven wipes on two different occasions Clorox man I mean I'm kind of worried like I'm on the internet looking if I if, like, no.
1: think of anything, you have a really, really
4: clean yeah. caboose.
3: You have a really clean butthole at this point. So Was it,
4: was it bleached as well? <laughs> I mean, did you get a bleached butthole, too? Oh Do we know?
0: <laughs> I got to get my special mirror for that, <laughs> well, but I'll tell you later. <laughs>
4: Didn't we talk about that years ago on
3: the show that that was like a yeah. thing with celebrities getting their buttholes bleached?
4: Yes, but oh. um, wait, can I just go back to that? I'm also <laughs> oh, a little disturbed God. by the fact that Froggy was in the bathroom and he was so distracted because he was on the phone that yeah. that's, he was so distracted that that's what caused him to God. use the wrong wipes.
0: What else am I going to do in there?
4: Oh,
3: okay. Come on. yeah.
4: <laughs> Froggy, you
3: have one job for next week. What is it?
0: Don't wipe my ass with Clorox wipes.
3: No, it's get Kenan Thompson on the podcast, dude. You know I'm
0: not that. I I'm not like a a celebrity humper. I, I know what I'm gonna do. I have a I have a. I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get a hold of Hurricane, and I'm gonna ask him to do that instead of me. Fester, that'll work, right?
3: Yeah, because Hurricane, Hurricane's, Hurricane's dying like to
0: do us favors. Huh? Hurricane's just dying to do his favor.
1: Well,
3: Hurricane will be happy to maybe pretend that he has a delivery at Kenan Thompson's house and then deliver a special message. Yeah, that's a special delivery. He's got a special delivery message from us to come on the podcast since Froggy lives right behind him. Put
0: the midget in oh, a yeah. box. Tell Hurricane, and then the midget comes out and goes,
3: come on, come on the podcast. Well, he doesn't talk like that, come but you on. know how midgets should talk. <laughs> stop. Dave the Dwarf doesn't <laughs> talk like that. All right, let's do some entertainment news, and you're going to love today's entertainment news. Just one item. Remember Tara Reid from American Pie, the movie? Oh, yeah. She was hot. she was like the hottest thing for a while. Well, and just,
0: Tara Dice on E!, her yeah, reality show. Great yeah, show.
3: I don't think I ever saw yeah. that. Uh, folks, Never saw it. the only entertainment item today is that the Tara Reid from American Pie is not the same Tara Reid that's accusing Joe Biden of sexual assault back in the 1990s. And by the way, to remain relevant, did you see that Tara Reed, the actress from America, she actually put out a statement last weekend. Uh, don't confuse me. It's not the same. And by the way, uh, Tara Reed's name is spelled what? R-E-I-D? Is yes. that correct? And then this other, this Tara, I think she pronounces it Tara Reed. It's R-E-A-D-E. So that wraps up entertainment news here on the MJ Morning Show podcast. And a public service now, before we get out of here today... Do not fall for the pay up or will infect your family with coronavirus scam. Yes, people are actually attempting this, and the NYPD. You like that uh, title, Froggy? Pay up or will fa- infect your family with the coronavirus? You get they, they're they're going after the elderly. I don't know who the hell they're going after here. But according to a sensitive law enforcement document uh, that the Daily Beast saw from the NYPD, headlines scams and fraud campaigns exploiting COVID-19 likely to continue, the pandemic has created an environment ripe for fraudulent activity with threat actors leveraging fears of the virus to perpetrate a variety of malicious and criminal exploitation. It talks about the threat actors and all these different phishing uh, scams and schemes, but this is idiotic. This is just... Who would fall for this? I just... I would.
4: Seriously.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <would laughs> elderly people? People in high-risk groups who are dumb? That's right. I you said put- you're
3: going to pump my house full of... The coronavirus. I've got the diabetes. The- so, here's my social security number. <laughs> the blackmail scam is obviously not quite as successful as some of the schemes to sell like fraudulent uh, PPE, personal protective equipment or masks. You know, people are trying to sell and peddle that stuff. And then you send money, you get nothing. But the blackmail scam is you know, less successful because, I mean, most people won't fall for this. So what happens with this the bad actors, they'll buy names and passwords in bulk out on the dark web. You know, when you have a big data breach like a Capital One or something and all this stuff is exposed. So they'll then send out like a half a million emails And they'll say, now that I have your attention, after they give them their login information and their email, they'll say something like, now that I have your attention, I need to tell you I have access to all of your accounts, all of your passwords, and then... It says that if you don't send us cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, send us a a wire via Western Union to some uh, location in Western Africa or in Russia somewhere, that they'll infect your family with COVID-19. Who the hell falls for this? Uh, So they'll send out a half a million of these, right? Right. And you'll get 499,998 folks that know this is a scam and ignore it, delete, delete, delete. But you'll get like two idiots worldwide that will send them like 10 grand or something and make the scam and scheme successful.
0: Yeah, it's almost like the world of RV sales, huh, Fest? Oh, stop. Up.
3: Come on. Guys. Shut up. We're done. <laughs> Anything else before we get out of here? And don't plug that YouTube channel for gaming.
0: Okay, I won't do that. But if I was to do that, I would say check out my YouTube channel, Skippy Likes Gaming. Oh, jeez. Is that good the name stuff. of the channel? Skippy Likes Gaming, yes. I did a review of the Super Mario Brothers movie from 1994 that lost over $30 million. I reviewed it. It's a good one. Check it out. Is that the voice you talking on this YouTube channel? Yes, this is the voice of Skippy. Oh God!
1: What is that
3: called when you do that kind sh- of sh- sh- sound? Is your there, is there a name for that? Well, it's it's from. Unfortunately, I was
0: born with a deviated septum.
3: No, that's a not. Deviated no, no, that is not a that is not a sound that a deviated septum makes. And those are all corrected for the most part these days. But I wonder if that vocal quality when somebody has that, if if there's an, ac- I'm sure there's a name for that. Uh, So, Froggy, on top of getting Kenan Thompson on the show next week, why don't you give me a full report on that? Folks, get a hold of us. Email mj at mjmorningshow.com. That's mj at mjmorningshow.com. If you want to drop us an email, leave us a voicemail, send us a text message. The hotline number is 813-467-6290, 813-467-6290. On Twitter. Get a hold of me, at Todd Schnitt. So, follow me. Send me messages on Twitter. I've got a pretty entertaining feed, at Todd Schnitt, at T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N, as in November ITT. And my Instagram feed, with a lot of new material and different material, is at Certified Todd Schnitt. And we'll see you next time for episode, what, 23?
2: The MJ Morning Show.
1: This is a dark to light with Frankenbeans Quick Fix on Radio Influence.
5: When you ask questions about how this all came to be, or who was in, it, who was instrumental in all of the setups that happened, you end up on one name: Stefan Halper. Stefan Halper and Carter Page. Stefan Halper and George Papadopoulos. Stefan Halper and Sam Clovis. Stefan Halper and General Flynn. Stefan Halper, he, I, you know, he he's at the the. The core of so much of Stefan Helper and laundering information into the dossier. He's a source in the dossier, but he's not actually a source. He's actually the creator of the information that then gives he, They split him in two and make him two sources to make it sound better. We've got this whole, oh, they were tricked by Russian disinformation narrative out there. That is completely false it's not it's not real and and some really respected people in in our circles are saying it
2: people like sarah carter has have a uh, have a tendency to take bait like that she did she did it with uh did it right around the time that the the, the dossier narrative started changing yes she did i don't know like scratching my head i said what i mean especially when because especially when you're talking about these situations on a daily basis where you're, you're doing open source reporting and investigative journalism. And as, as a matter, you know, as a part of that process, you're always evaluating people's characters as well, because you want to also, I mean, it shouldn't be a part of, you know, assigning motive is not really, the, it shouldn't be a part of journalism. You just want to be able to report what's going on. But you know what? I don't understand how any of them can sit back and see these developments and then say, well, perhaps people like Peter Strzok. Lisa Page, Andy McCabe and Jim Comey were tricked by Russian intelligence
1: Dark to Light with Frank and Beans can be found on Apple Podcasts,
3: Stitcher TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts and RadioInfluence.com